Hey everybody, just a little bit of forward before this episode. We had a little bit of trouble going live today, so we have recorded our podcast, and we have it up for you now. Uh, today we have Savannah Harrell on. She's an electrician, and she will be our last um, guest for the school year. We'll be back in the fall, though, so you won't miss us for too long. Um, in the meantime, though, I hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for stopping in. Hello, everyone. This is Closing the Gap from the Mid-Valley STEM CT Hub, coming at you from the campus of Lynn Benton Community College. My name is Casey. I'm your host today. And our special guest is Savannah Harrell. Welcome, Savannah. Hi, how are you? I'm great. I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? Doing great. So I wanted to learn more about your occupation, how you got into this type of work. Okay. Um, well, uh, it's kind of a funny story. I was actually in uh, college when I uh, was working in their maintenance department, and it kind of led me to be interested in electrical work through that kind of, we did some basic troubleshooting, and I didn't really understand how electricity worked, and I wanted to know about how to do it, and uh, I figured electrical apprenticeship was the best way to do that. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. Um, I... Yeah, I ended up looking up that, and I am now an electrician. Cool. Where did you end up going to school for that? Um, so I went through an apprenticeship program in Lane County. There are apprenticeship programs everywhere across Oregon, and they all go through the community colleges. So I went to Lane Community College to complete that. Awesome. Is there any, like testing or do um, students have to be worried about any certain classes they should take before entering a program like this? Um, so you do have to take a math placement exam. And if you do not, uh, if you're not prepared uh, to do like algebra level work, um, you do have to take a prep course. Uh, but most people pass that exam and then they enter the apprenticeship and you spend four years going to class two nights a week, um, and then you take a licensing exam to get your license. Nice. Um, I was kind of wondering, like, what have your biggest uh, accomplishments been so far with, on, you know, being on this path of an electrician? Um, what are you most proud of? Oh, well, I definitely have to say getting my license was the biggest um, and most exciting thing I've done so far. Uh, Oregon has one of the most challenging uh, electrical exam licensing processes and tests um, in the U.S. And so wow. I feel like it's a really big achievement. And I took a lot of tests when I was in college. And I have to say that my electrical license test was the uh, was definitely it. Okay. It was definitely really hard. Like it was one of the hardest tests I've ever taken. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I'm not a good test taker myself. So I always get a little scared when midterms and finals come around. Yeah. <laughs> I was so nervous. Uh, that is the most nervous I've ever been for a test. Oh, I can imagine. But it sounds like you passed with flying colors. 
I did do well, um, but I spent uh, three months intensively studying on my own outside of the uh, classes that I took because I really, really wanted to pass my first time and a lot of people don't and I wanted to be prepared. Excellent. Yeah. And then you kind of were working on, a, it was an internship doing electrical while you were in school, right? So part, part of the, no, I was working for the maintenance department at my college. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, as one of my student jobs. So I could, um, you know, make my way through college. Okay. I see. That's awesome. Uh, do you want to tell us about some of your future goals as far as your career goes? Oh, definitely. Um, so part of the work that I've done in the past um, were included working in mills like sawmills and paper mills and stuff like that. And they have really complex systems and you they do a lot of programming in regards to that. And that's something that I want to learn how to do in the future. I know Very how to cool. wire all of that stuff and I really want to learn how to program it too so that's my first like big next step goal I want to do and then after that I want to get my supervisor's license um that's even a, a more challenging exam than the test that I've already taken so I would love to do that and pass that test as well excellent yeah seems like you just are growing and growing that's the goal right <laughs> yeah totally um, what are some of the biggest challenges you've faced so far besides, you know, studying for your license? Have you had any things happen in the workplace that have been challenging or like to get into an education? Well, I honestly have to say that my biggest challenge has been my gender. Um, the trades are male dominated and I've had to prove myself on every job site I've ever been to. Um, most of the time I'm the only woman on the job site with hundreds of men. And that brings its own challenges. I've had a lot of really positive and helpful people along my way, but I've also had a lot of really negative people who wanted to see me fail because they don't like change. Mm -hmm. And they, um, they see the trades as a man's job and they don't want to see that change. And um, I have found though that despite those challenges, they've really helped me grow as a person. Um, and I'm a lot stronger mentally and physically because of this job. And I bring a lot of strengths that a lot of men don't bring to the table. And I think that it helps create a balance in the trade. Very cool. I appreciate you sharing that with us. Yeah. Um, do you, I, I know you said that the trades are very male dominated. Have you encountered any other women doing electrical in the area? Yeah. Um, so I know of about seven, I, I believe about seven other women who are in the trades um, in, or will do electrical work in the Lane County area. And I did, I looked it up because um, I was curious. There are about 10,000 licensed electricians in Oregon right now. Mm -hmm. And obviously that isn't, I only know of seven in the area, but that percentage of 10,000 is pretty that is pretty, like a pretty heavy number. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. It, it, that's, that's quite staggering to think that, you know, there's so few women in the trades when, um, you know, education is so accessible. Yeah. Um, 
how would you suggest that um, other women get into similar career paths? Um, well, I'll tell you a little bit of my thinking on that. Um, from my perspective, when I was younger, I was aware that these jobs existed, obviously, um, but I, I never really saw myself as capable of doing them. I was raised in a way that really didn't have me believe that I was capable of this type of work. Manual labor is something I did a lot because I grew up on property, but skilled trade work was not something I believed myself capable of. Um, I was never exposed to it, and I really think that exposure is key. High school programs, maybe, where you can job shadow, be mentored, or take classes in your area of interest would be really good. Um, I kind of wish that maybe carpentry, plumbing, or electrical theory were mandatory classes like PE because I didn't have any idea that I could do this work, and I wasn't ever exposed to it. It was like it was an option to take a shop class in right. high school, but a lot of girls are intimidated by that stuff, and I and they're cutting these programs on top of it. And I really think that bringing those back and bring making sure people are exposed to them are important. Oh, of course. Yeah, they're much needed. And mm -hmm. it's careers that, you know, um, a lot of the older generation, they're phasing out of, you know, in the next decade or so for retirement. Yes. Um, I would love to see more women in the trades for sure. It's definitely a place that, you know, there's room for growth and room for yes. diversity. Yes, there definitely is. Uh, have you had any, um, any encounters with any other organizations that have been trying to put out the word about women in the trades and other career and education options for women that um, uh, might help our listeners? I haven't heard of anything really. Um, honestly, my biggest support network has come from the other women in the trade that I know. Um, they really take on a mentorship role and make sure to help you when you need help. But I would love to see more organizations doing this. I do know that there is a um, Women in Trades, I can't remember the exact name of it, that has a chapter in Eugene. Um, and they it's women from all trades who meet up. And I've met up with them a few times and they're really supportive. And it, But they're a pretty small group. Okay, cool. We'll have to we'll have to find those and, and share it with everybody. Yeah. All right. So I have a fun question for you now. <laughs> We've talked a lot about, about a lot of serious stuff. Um, so what do you do for fun in your spare time? What do you what do you do other than electrical? Okay. So I know this might be kind of uh, diff it's quite different than electrical, but um, I'm a pretty avid gardener. Um, pretty nice. much every available surface in my house has a plant on it. Um, my backyard is basically plants. I love growing my own food and I love cooking. So I like to cook what I grow. Um, I like trying new recipes. And uh, the other thing I really am into, obviously, because Oregon is so beautiful, I'm always out camping, fishing, or looking for mushrooms. And oh, for sure. yeah, I mean, you can't stay home when it's as beautiful as it is in Oregon. And um, oh, totally. The final thing that I'm really into is uh, what what I went to college for is actually history. Um, oh, nice. I love history. And originally, I forgot to kind of mention this, but I wanted to work on old houses. And I thought maybe I could uh, merge my interests with electrical and doing that. 
But the first time I ever got into an attic in an old house, I decided very fast that that's not something I want to do. (laughs) (laughs) Totally, totally. It's a little claustrophobic up there. And dirty. And uh, those electrical systems are scary. And that's coming from me with with my license. (laughs) (laughs) I I bet they probably did things a lot differently back then. They definitely did. (laughs) Right on. Well, Savannah, I really appreciate you coming on today and having a chat with us. No problem. I am happy and I hope that you continue to do the good work that you are doing. Thank you again, Savannah, for coming on and having this chat with us. It was very informative, very fun. As always, you can find us at midvalleystem.org, where you can listen to the back catalog of all of our uh, previous Closing the Gap episodes. As a reminder, this is our last episode for the summer. But we will be back in the fall, just in time for school. Until then, I hope you have a great summer, and thanks for stopping in. Bye!